Throughout my adult life, my focus has been on making the world a more beautiful place. Initially, I pursued this goal as a hairstylist, working on the external appearance of individuals to make them feel more beautiful. However, I wanted more, so I began to shift my focus to helping people make better choices and achieve greater beauty from within. As a transformational life coach, I specialize in helping you identify and change the limiting beliefs that may be holding you back. Join me each week as we discuss, interview, teach, and explore the fundamental principles of healthy relationships. Welcome to Conscious Conversations with Louisa. In today's episode of Conscious Conversations with Louisa, I'm speaking with Jade Jamie. How long has it been now? Three years that we've connected or is it longer? Um, yep, ju- just about three years. So I met you in a transformational course and we were buddies and we're still buddies because it creates a lifelong connection, at least for us it did. I felt the moment I met you was looking in a mirror of myself at your age and wishing I had someone who could have given me what I was so committed to give to you. And I have to say you, what I realized is you are one magical human being who didn't need any of this stuff that I thought I was committing to, because you have such an amazing journey. And if anything, I've been following you. And so please introduce yourself and say, tell us a little about you. Well, Thank you for all that. I, I've committed to not crying during this process, but you know, whatever happens, happens. So thank you for that. Um, what's up, guys? I am Jay Jamie. I am a holistic health coach, and I pretty much just specialize in helping people, specifically women, return back to their their human basics of just being a wholesome, good, functioning, healthy human being, and to try and make that as simple as, as possible. So holistic meaning physically, obviously, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually as well. That sounds like everybody was going to be like, hello, me, how do I sign up? So, but you and I both know people say they want that, but they're not willing to do what it takes to have that. So let's actually rewind back a bit because you're one of the most intense experts I've ever met. You're very knowledgeable in your field. What happened in your life that had you need to learn this information? Well, thank you. I humbly accept that compliment. Um, I've definitely dedicated my life um, to to learning holistic health practices. And the main event that kind of sparked that for me was when I was about, uh, oh my God, I don't even know ages anymore. And time is so weird. Maybe when I was around 19, I started really experiencing um, major bouts of depressive episodes and anxiety. I didn't even have a name for what I was feeling at the time. I just knew that I was feeling like trash. Um, felt like no matter what I did, I was like an A plus student. I was like killing it in college. I was active. I was like on the executive board on my, you know, uh, business fraternity. And we were doing international speeches and winning awards and all the things on paper where it looks great. Um, but on the inside, I was literally just sad and tired 
all the time. And it felt like no matter what I did, I was never, never fulfilled. It never felt like I was, I was full and whole. Um, so I began my journey by simply just like, you know what, if I work out, I may feel better. And it definitely supported me a lot. Moving my body was always the catalyst for, for where I'm at now. Um, but it was still something was missing because when you're working with the body, there's still, like I just explained all these other elements, you have your emotional body, you have your spiritual body, um, you have your emotional body. So if you're only taking care of the physical, that makes taking care of the other aspects of your body easier, but it doesn't mean that it's going to totally take care of it. So, um, that's where I kind of dove into this, this work of, of transformation. And I committed myself to over a year of transformation, uh, back-to-back, uh, courses, immersive experiential courses, um, even teaching that and going back and coaching and volunteering that really made the difference and moved the needle forward for me, um, to be able to access what was actually holding me back on an emotional level and what was making me feel like crap that I couldn't solve simply just by working out and like eating a salad. Right. You know, I know you have shared about your parents and I always thought if a child was to be raised with loving parents, they wouldn't have an issue. And so your parents are absolutely remarkable. They happen to be so loving and you really were gifted that beautiful experience growing up that you think, and and you and I are both parents now, um, that if I were to be the best parent, my child would never feel the way you did. So I want to touch on that being a parent, like, what did, what was it like being raised with so much love and going, I have this and I'm depressed? That's what got me actually. Um, that's kind of what added to this feeling of, of guilt. Um, because again, my, like, yes, I share openly about my parents. My parents are incredible. Um, both of them, they've been in a relationship with each other since they were 13 years old and they're well into their fifties now and going strong. And like, they're, they're not going anywhere. They're obsessed with each other. Um, so, you know, it, it wasn't ever a question that I was very much planned and like wanted and loved. And I was an only child. So even like just given anything and everything above what I could have ever imagined. And so having that background and still feeling the way that I was feeling, it almost made me want to deny myself or gaslight myself or pretty much just like reject my, my own feelings and emotions, because how dare I? Literally, how dare I come from such love where both my parents actually grew up in poverty and they gave me so much more than they ever had combined. You know, I was given new shoes all the time. I was I always had food on the table. It wasn't a question of if any of my needs were going to be met and they didn't necessarily have that. So I had this, not only the feelings of depression because we, we can, we'll go into this further, but the body will always keep the score of your emotions. So not only was I feeling this way, um, but I also had added guilt on top of it. So it was 
it was a big cesspool of emotions and just things to unravel there. But that's it's a really good question because it really did play an impact into um, why it was so challenging for me to actually get into it, um, get being into the parent, transformation. Well, being a parent, I always thought if I just was, well, actually being the child, I thought if I was given the tools that you naturally had from your parents, I wouldn't end up feeling afraid, any one of those things, right? So, but then you were, and I feel like we really do come into this world with our journey and we are meant to experience what we're going to experience. It has nothing to do with whether we were given something or too much of something or not enough of something, we're going to create it because we are meaning making machines that we're creating our stories and then we're going to unravel them. So what was the first moment you're like, Hmm, I'm going to put myself in a serious deep dive of a transformational course and, and I'm signing up. Um, I, I always love to say that transformation found me. Um, I didn't find it. So like but before transformation, like I was sharing, I was going to the gym. I thought that taking antidepressant medications were going to solve all my problems. And this isn't a medical claim, obviously. I'm not a doctor, the whole thing, the whole disclaimer. Um, but for me, all those medications literally just numb me out to the magic of life. And that includes the joy, the, the overly joy moments where you just want to cry because you're so happy. And equally, the sad moments where you feel it deep in your heart and you're just like, oh my God, like I feel this sadness. So I didn't get to feel any of those extremes. It just kept me in this very numb robot zone. And I hated that. Um, so I like, I credit transformation finding me by one of my colleagues um, that we work together out of a, an independent gym, a training facility, he just randomly called me up one day, I think it was like a Thursday. And he was just like, Hey, I have this program that I think you might be interested in because I'm in it right now. And it's literally changing my life and making me a better coach. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. Like, I love you. I love what you're up to, but I, maybe I'll think about it. He's like, you should really think about this, like really pushing it on me. And I'm like, uh, I'll think about it. Um, and then within 24 hours I sat on it and I was just like, you know what? I really respect this person. And clearly if they had me in the forefront of their mind to, you know, reach out to me and present this opportunity to me, the worst thing I could do is take the opportunity, hate it and, and not do it, you know, not continue with it. So I signed up within 24 hours of that call and pretty much, pretty much the rest is history because, once, uh, yeah, once, once I started, I knew no matter how resistant I was pretty much through the entire process, I knew that deep down on a visceral level, on a body level, I knew that this was something that I needed for the highest evolution of me and of my growth, um, moving, moving forward. So I did it like a transformation found me. Thank God. Thank God, because I have to say, you know, what's fascinating is you are one of the most feeling people I know. I can't imagine you numb because I see your, your pure luscious experiences and they're luscious. You feel everything on such a level that you, someone in your space almost rides the high based on the way you show up. So I can't imagine you numb, like it just can't. But on the flip side, because you're so passionate, 
thank God you're not depressed or the other side, because God help me if I was in a room, if you didn't feel well, you, you express that one too. <laughs> you're very 100%. expressive. Um, and I love the passion for that. Um, what would be something, because we see a lot of people on antidepressants. I do. And I hear this story. I need it. It, it balances me out and I have to have it. And I'm not willing to do what you do, Louisa or Jade, to have to get off. So is there an inkling of hope that we can create for someone who doesn't see it possible? Well, I always say, you know, if if I could do it, literally anyone can do it. Um, But even if you don't know me and you don't know what I'm about, and this is like, okay, great. I just saw you on this talk with, I love Louisa. So I tuned in and I've been listening to you for 10 minutes. Why should I trust you? Um, I'll say that whatever, whatever you choose to believe you're right about. So if you believe that you need a specific external substance to feel a particular way or function in the world, then you're going to be right about it. You're going to always find ways to be right about that. The only thing that it takes literally is just a tiny bit of a window to say, you know, maybe I want to be wrong about that. Maybe I don't want to have to have antidepressants just to feel like I can wake up in the morning. And if you can at least provide yourself with that tiny window, then there's room. Like you see how this door right here is like cracked behind me. It's so much easier to open up that cracked door, even though it seems closed rather than if it was totally locked with like locking key behind it. Um, But you have to, at minimum, you have to just be willing to see something differently. Um, And then you know, you could work with a trained professional, um, to, to kind of support you with that, but yeah, there's always, don't ever feel like you're trapped because there's always an option. There really is always an option. Absolutely. And I always say life happens in a moment in one moment. Someone is that moment you choose because I have known, you have known uh, so many people that are so unbelievably successful in life. And in a moment that can disappear. And I've also known people who've had nothing in a moment, their life can absolutely change with meeting the one right person. So we're always waiting and thinking it's going to be the way we think it's going to look, but it really is just being exactly what you just said. Like knowing that you are willing to be possibly wrong and create a possibility that maybe I can crack that door. And then it's easier to go from there. I I mean, I just let whoever needs to listen to that and capture it. It was huge. So you're in transformation. I'm in transformation. And we have, we've got some fascinating experiences we're going through. Think, can you think of one time when you were like really up against the wall going, this sucks. I really like, I'm really being pushed. Uh, is it fair to say every day <laughs> or is that a cop out? Um, no, I love it. Thank you for the honesty. Every freaking moment, I swear. And it was like, I'll share maybe one or two where it was kind of, you know, really in my face, but for, so the, the work, um, 
that I was in, in with Louisa, it was a six month long program and pretty much every single day from before it even started, I was in this state of resistance. Um, but again, higher self inner knowing it knew that this it needed to happen regardless if I felt comfortable or not. Um, but I, I would almost be jealous or envious or upset uh, when I would see other people in our cohort, like enjoying the experience and talking about how amazing this, this, this transformation work is and how, how, how they're just so filled with, with love and gratitude and the world is full of puppies and rainbows. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like this sucks. How are you even saying that right now? Um, just because I was, I want to say that I was taking it so seriously. Like I was willing to I was up against my shit every moment of the, 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 the transformation. So when you're in it, it's not fun. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. It's not fun, but willing, able, uh, willing to be able to see it through knowing that there's puppies and rainbows and love and gratitude on the other side of your transformation and owning your shit that makes going through it worth it. Um, but interestingly enough, when you had asked me, is there any main moments? I had a few main moments. Um, I'm sure anyone again in our core can attest to, but surprisingly enough, one of them was when we were claiming affirmations for ourselves. So we were creating a, a contract. So, uh, an I am statement about, about who we are and who we believe that we are. Um, and we had to state it out loud to our group. And I, I was like, I, I have nothing. I have nothing positive to say about who I am. I am, I am. And I just kept coming up blank. And it wasn't until one of our trainers were, came over to my group. They saw that I was clearly having a, a time. And she was like, if you don't come up with this right now, you're being, you're being kicked out. And I, <laughs> I, uh, I finished what I start. So I, that wasn't an option for me. Um, but I wound up finally getting through it and I just put my brain on a little shelf and I was just like, stop thinking about it and just tap into how you feel. Like, what do you feel that you are? And even if you don't truly hundred percent believe it, what are you committed to becoming? Um, so I, my contract is now, I am a beautiful, confident, loving leader and every, <laughs> thank you. And every single day I attempt to, no, I'm not attempting. I'm, I'm committed to, uh, collecting evidence to make that contract true. So I'm looking to keep reiterating that affirmation for myself. Cause there are some days I, I don't feel that way, but I constantly remind myself that I am. Right. And I love the word collecting evidence because I have to say, I am a professional evidence collector. I, I literally can have it as a job. And my evidence used to not work in my favor. I would collect evidence to how whatever was happening was actually like causing me to be a victim. And now my evidence is only to prove that I am successful and that I am creating and that I am making a difference. And I have supporting evidence now of adding to that. And it really does make such a huge difference. You and I did the course in such different ways because I was the like butterflies and the snowflakes and, and joy because I literally kept thinking, oh my God, 
I was so stuck. I felt so hopeless. And this is creating everything I hoped for. And, and I love people and I loved connecting. So I was like, I'm in playland here. I, I had an opportunity to connect to so many people who were on, on the same vision and mission. What I did notice, though, is we start to course. Anyone, anyone who's sitting next to us, everybody's crabby about having the chairs really close to each other. And then by the end of it, everyone is two seconds from licking each other. They're so in love, right? Like it is this magnificent feeling. But fast forward, a lot of the people kind of go unconscious again. I had done this in my 20s and which is why I wanted to like have you in a headlock like this because I was like, please, God, as young as you are, as beautiful as you are, you are never to leave this room. But and, and I don't mean it in a cult way at all, but you and I literally have a pact and a committed unspoken pact that we will hold each other in that safe space of like, do not leave the, the work because it's easy to go unconscious. What is your experience of like one people going unconscious and what is it that you're doing every day to not go there? That's a good question. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it is super easy. It's crazy that you would admit that you would have this life changing experience, especially something as long as what we, what we went through six months and how in depth and experiential it was to only just go back to kind of, kind of snoozing on your life. And, um, it's unfortunate, but if you don't stay in the work, it doesn't have, if you don't use it, I was literally just having this conversation with my partner earlier about just the function of the body. If you don't use a particular muscle in the body, you will lose the function of that muscle and the, the work of consciousness and mindfulness and gratitude and just transformation, literally for lack of a better word is just like a muscle. You just can't see it. So if you're not staying in that work, you're going to unfortunately lose it. Um, doesn't mean that you can't get it back. You know, it's just, you have to stay in that work and you have to make it the forefront and you have to make it the, the center of everything that you do. And it doesn't have to take hours and hours every single day. It could literally just be a minute before you have breakfast. You're just like, okay, sitting with your food and like, how often do people just like run and and eat breakfast on the go? You know what I mean? It's like, chill out for just a moment and sit with your food and ask yourself, you know, while you're eating it mindfully, what am I tasting right now? You know, what am I feeling right now? What am I smelling right now? Um, what am I experiencing right now? Um, and that will just help to cultivate mindfulness. And again, that could be five minutes, 10 minutes every single day, but that's one way that you can tactfully stay in the work. And it doesn't have to be hours and hours of journaling and like mantras and all this other crazy stuff. Um, So I'm not sure if that answers your question, but it actually does. I actually, you know what I love is that we were talking about this the other day. You went to college and and got a um, a degree in marketing Mm -hmm. and marketing and coaching and entrepreneur world and marketing education in schools. Apparently, I I didn't go to college, so I have no idea what I'm going to compare it to other than what I've heard. But my favorite part of watching you on on social media, and that to me is 
the new marketing, right? Is the freedom you have around joy. And the way I see you self-expressed and the way you share your journey is so magical to me. What, where do you tap into to allow yourself to show up that way? Obsessed with this question. Um, and thank you for seeing me, first of all. But um, it, it may may surprise a couple of people, but honestly, reminding myself of my own mortality. So for 19 years or 20 years, I lived unconsciously. And for the next couple of years, as I was going through my own transformation journey until I inevitably found you in this work, I was miserable. And I definitely had multiple times where I was just like, I don't want to live anymore. Like, I really don't want to live. So finally feeling like I was, without sounding cheesy, reborn again after this this work of transformation and actually living consciously and breathing and operating consciously for the first time in my entire life, it feels as if I just started Um, and okay, yeah, I'm young or whatever, but going over 25 years of being asleep to now being conscious, uh, you know, there's levels, but being a conscious human being now, it's like, why, why would I waste any of this? This all ends, you know what I mean? This all ends. So why not live it to the maximum that you possibly can with the tools that you have right now? And that's why you see me show up in the way that I do, because, especially women, um, of all ages, but especially in, you know, your early twenties or even early thirties, we care so much about what other people think of us. And if we're thin enough, or if we're thick enough in the right places, or if we're saying or doing the right fucking things to be seen as feminine or pretty or perfect or successful. And it's like, who cares? Who cares? The only thing that matters is what you think of you. So I show up in the way that I do because I think of myself highly enough. I think of myself at this particular level to show up at that level. So joy is for me. Joy is for my family. It's not for anybody else. It's not for likes or even my clients. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's for me. And especially as women, sometimes we, we take care of ourselves last and that doesn't have to be the case. I have to say the, the, the one that pops into my head is you, what, nine months pregnant, hot as could be full on having a dance party in, in with the lights and all with your partner and, and glowing. I mean, I literally was like, if I could do this all over again, I would need, I would hire you as my coach to take me through pregnancy to take me through like loving myself enough to show up as the sexy being because men are also so excited being your partner, like because of the way you show up, it allows everyone to, to be enjoy around you. So that specific video, all of yours actually do that for me because of the freedom you have around it. But that one I'm like the confidence and the joy and the, the, I, I actually shared it with everybody in the salon. So you don't realize like all of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. 
But it really, what it did was show, show me how important it is to be in that space because I mean, even rewinding back, you attracted the love of your life. You cherished this delicious baby boy of yours because of who you are and how you're parenting and, and doing life. Like how fascinating it is to hear you say there was a moment where I didn't want to live to like seeing who you are today and who you impact because of the fact that you chose to live. 100%. And and what a shame that that would have been, right? So going back to what you had said before, like, is there any type of glimmer that we can give to people who have a story around wanting to be on medications or just even if you're not on medications, just feeling stuck mentally or physically or whatever it is? It's like, imagine the untapped potential of who you were meant to be. And that's, that's the thing that it's just like so exciting. Like you don't even know who you can possibly be. You have to give yourself a chance. Absolutely. I mean, I, I share this story often and it's truly heartbreaking, but when I was 17, I, I accidentally put myself in a 30 day rehab accidentally. I wasn't feeling well. I think that teenagers tend to go through what you had shared And I took my parents' insurance card and I was looking for a therapist and I called by accident an inpatient unit and they were like, oh, this girl's got great health insurance. We're taking her in, right? And then I, and being raised the way I was, my parents weren't um, the kind I could have a slumber party. So now I had a $70,000 slumber party and I got to hang out with people who were all in the room with me, but I'd never met drug addicts before. I'd never met um, alcoholics before. Like I I lived in a bubble. I just didn't feel well in my bubble. And um, and I met this girl who no matter how much, just like your parents, no matter how much her parents loved her, she couldn't see it. And she was so loved. And we came out and I just thought she was the most beautiful, shining bright light. We came out and I found out she overdosed and died. And I was like, oh my God. What if, what if I could maybe carry that light and not know it? Maybe, maybe people see me the way I saw her. And if I died, everything would be gone. My parents would be devastated and I would really like miss something. So because she died and because of the way I saw her, I I realized like even you, right? Like I'm looking at you, I'm like, imagine you not seeing the radiating human being that's inside of you. And like I'm sharing the the entire salon has seen your video because of the way you show up. So people are walking around going, I don't matter, but they do. We all do. And when we get that tiny little glimpse of like, maybe I could pretend that if Jade has it, if Louisa has it, I'm assuming maybe I I have it. And let's play and see what's possible. Absolutely. It, it's you're life changing for the fact of like one being so vulnerable, so honest. So where are we now? We are in love. We have a baby. We're coaching. We're we fitness is a huge part of your life. Health is a huge part of your life. Where are we now? I mean, you pretty much summed it up. It's, it's, I'm currently at where I never thought that I could be possible. 
And this isn't some major, like, granted, the work that I did was challenging. It was hard. It was a lot of hard work, but I almost don't feel as if my life is real. Um, and I have a magical life, like, don't get me wrong, but it's just, it's just basic. It's just basic. Like I have a, a, a amazing, like unconditionally loving and supportive partner, like a, a man who is so grounded in, in his purpose and wanting to be a better father and a better partner and a better provider, like every single day. And these are the things where like, personally, I'm just like, duh, you know, of course, like, of course a man is supposed to be this way. You know, of course you're, you're supposed to have a healthy child and, and a happy child and, and a healthy body and, and, you know, an, uh, agile emotional intelligence and all these things and, and a, and a job that you love, um, a purpose that sets your life on fire, but all these things that I, I now kind of, I'm not going to say take for granted because I always appreciate them, but now that I've become so, so normal, sometimes I don't realize that it's not that normal for the vast majority of people. It wasn't normal for me a couple of years ago. Um, so I really just constantly am in, in the work of staying grounded in what I have and while always striving for that next level of like, what's next, you know, what is, what does God, what does the universe have in front of me to unfold? Um, just also being so overly present and ecstatic with what I currently have, because it, because it is something that I never thought that I would have. I never thought that I would be a mom and I'd be happy about it. I never thought that I would have the partner of my dreams. Um, I never thought that I would be uh, just being so protected and, and guided and, and cared for literally, I, I believe by God, I feel like I have, I, I'm like nestled in the palm of his hand where every single step that I take, I'm just like cared for. And that's just what it feels like. Um, and the best relationship I've ever had with my parents at 28 years old, you know, I never thought that that would be possible. Um, but it, it is. So that's, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Absolutely love that. Especially, be, you know, it, it, it's so powerful for me because a lot of the people I interview and share their story, I didn't go through the journey with them. So I didn't get to witness the, the resistance of where, how to have gotten to where they're at. I didn't see that with you. We got to go through it together. And so to see you here brings me so much joy. And, and it really does show a hundred percent it's possible because we, we went through it like it was. And as much as I was butterflies and, and roses, I, I definitely had my journey too. And I, it, and it's fascinating because I feel like we get to have this experience and then grow old together. And like at 80, talk about this simple alternating well before you do. But we get to talk about this in our entire life and, and continue impacting the world because of it. Because I, you know, when I see women who say, oh, I love what you have. It's so great that you were able to do it. And they end it there. Because what's next is I'm not willing to do the work that you did 
And it's not, I don't see it possible. And that truly, truly breaks my heart because I'm like, the price that's being paid to stay in that life is actually harder than the work we did to get out. Yep. 100%. I love this. Um, I'm not sure who it's quoted by, but it was a, a redefinition of the comfort zone and the comfort zone. I, I was always confused by this because the comfort zone is never actually comfortable. It's your familiar zone, but it's, it's literally defined as the amount of pain that you're willing to experience without making a change. So you have this little zone. It's painful in here. Guess what? It's painful out there, but it's way better than what's going on in here right now. I can almost guarantee that. And I never make guarantees. Yep. And I'm right there with you because I I watch people. I mean, we're in the work. We watch people. They're in pain. And they're my mother is a prime example. She's willing to go to a million doctor's appointments, willing to do a million physical tests, willing to pay a million dollars. It will cost less and have less time and less effort just to meditate. And journal. (laughs) That's free. Yeah. And that's kind of what I've also uh, come to realize as a, as a coach. So moving from a, just a fitness coach and, you know, helping people with nutrition to now like NLP and, and, and helping women on their fertility journey. Like as I grow the amount of people that I can help also grows, but it always comes back to, it doesn't matter how much information that I empower my clients with or empower the world with. Like I put all of this free knowledge that I'm just dropping down on social media, like every moment, like, please here, take this, take any little bit that I give you and run with it, please. It's free. You don't even have to pay for it, but it comes down to a worthiness conversation. A person needs to feel as if they are worthy of reaching that next level of health, of reaching that next level of relationship, of reaching that next level of um, just overall wellness and just joy, honestly, because otherwise we are going to collect evidence as to why we don't deserve that. So you either feel like you deserve it And you can start implementing one thing at a time and notice the difference and get better. And it becomes easier with every little step that you take, or you can have a full-blown conversation of, I'm not worthy of that. I could never do that. Only Louisa can, only Jade can. I wish I was that person. And then stay in that same story and it it will run in cycles. So you're always given, I, I, uh, I say this all the time. You're always given an opportunity. Um, it's going to look different, but it's going to pretty much be the same opportunity with a different bow on it, um, to step into your greatness and step into the fullness of who you are. It's just a matter of, of you recognizing the opportunity, taking the opportunity and willing to do the work, um, to get to the other side of that opportunity. Absolutely. And I swear to God, you said it in the first sentence, whatever it is you want to be right about, you will be. And so if we're, whatever story it is, we will, we will prove we're right. And we're going to be right about it. So what's going to serve us in the, in the long run to be right about what? Well, I mean, like, like you were saying, you know, this isn't, um, when you were talking about me manifesting my perfect partner, right? Like this isn't something where it was, 
it just happened overnight. Like pretty much, I don't want him to hear this, but he's probably going to listen to this anyway. So pretty much within a couple of months of me meeting the partner that I have now, I was like him. him. And I tell him all the time, I'm like, weren't my style. I don't even like beards. Sorry. I don't like man buns. Tattoos, <laughs> not my style. I literally not there, but it was the soul connection, like the soul knowing where I'm just like, that's the one. And not only is that the one he's going to be the father of my children. And we tried dating like on and off. It wasn't the right time. We were both in the middle of our own work um, and transformation processes. So it never seemed like it was the right time, right time, uh, sorry, right person, wrong time. Um, But when it was the right time, it was magic. And it was, that's, that's where it all came together because that's when it was supposed to come together. Um, But I had the point of the point of me sharing this is that I had my mindset. So if you make up your mind, it's only a matter of time that it's going to happen. It may not happen in a week or a month or a year. In my case, it was three years in the making to have this guy realize that he can't live without me, right? So it's like, if you set your mind on it (laughs) and it, it will eventually happen, obviously you have to do the work, but keep it in the forefront. Keep it in as something that it's just a non-negotiable. It's going to happen. And don't be attached to how or when it happens. Oh, that That is so good. It's so true. Because, But like people break up with each other. Then they start acting out and throwing fits. And then instead of doing the work on themselves, they're actually like a child throwing a tantrum. And I feel like the possibility of getting the one you want is so much more powerful if we step back and do the work than throw a tantrum. So I love that you were like, yeah, I got to do the work. And three years later, because it was right here, it was in the forefront. And I knew there was like this unshakable knowingness, right? And so there are a few things in my life that are clear as day, they're mine. They're mine. And and it, it is the unshakable knowingness. Mm-hmm. So I love that you shared that. Thank you so much. For, I, I know that there's like insane amount of nuggets in here and, and there was so much wisdom. I cannot wait to hear feedback from people who are going to have the opportunity to hear this. You are magnificent. We get to like do this life together and I absolutely adore you. So thank you. Right back at you. It was an honor to have this conversation and to, again, obviously have you in my life, told you I'm not going to cry, so I'm not going to do it. Um, But to have, you know, a partner in, in transformation and somebody who's going to be this massive stand for me, regardless of, you know, where, where our journey takes us. And it really is such a blessing. And that's also another bonus of of just being in this type of work is finding, like you were saying, finding other people that are on the exact same path as you. We're all imperfect human beings. No one has it figured out. We're all just bumping around looking for like food and sex. Right. But it's like having somebody else, at least one other person that just gets it. So when you're in your shit or you feel yourself going offline and, and being a little bit more, you know, asleep to your life, you can just call this person up and be like, Hey, five minutes. Can you just, you know, remind me who I am real quick since you're very clear on it. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, so I appreciate you and I appreciate you creating the space for other people to step into this 
um, and, and to step into all that they were meant to be. So thank you for the work that you do in the world as well. Thank you. Ah, I feel so extra full. My heart is so full. <laughs> I am, so this, this is the blessing of this work. I mean, imagine, you know, when I do hair, I feel like people hug me, kiss me and pay me. And, and I get to like create magic. And then we get off these calls and I'm just on, on so filled up. And I'm like, this is my real life. You know, like this is our real life. We get to love and we get to feel elated and call it work. <laughs> like really? It's pretty awesome. I know. I Every day I'm like, I can't believe this is mine. I look, I look at my baby and I'm just like, I can't believe like you're, you're a sovereign being, but you're mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, you're mine and you're amazing. And same thing with, with you and just the work that we get to do. So you're, you're spot on with that. It really does just fill the soul. Yes. Yeah. So how do people connect with you? Uh, how do they find you? Um, pretty much my, the main way that you can find me, I'm really active on social media website coming soon, uh, really active on social media. So you could find me on Instagram at intuitive health guide, and you could send me a DM and we could have a conversation, or you can just, like I said, eat up my free content implemented in your life. And if you feel called, tell me, tell me what, what you want to see more of, or tell me what you have implemented and how it's changed your life. Like even something as simple as that, again fills me up and it reiterates the work that I'm doing in the world. Um, so even if I can make just a 1% difference for you, like, please allow me to do that for you. <laughs> I love that so much. And I'm sure they're going to be sharing your dance party with their friends. Cause I do, I love you dearly. And you are a superstar. I cannot wait to see more pictures of that little scrumptious love of yours. Always will always will post it. Thank you so much love for having it. me. Yes. Thank you.